Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. I want to read today from Galatians chapter 5, and I'm going to read from verse 16. And uh, I believe this will uh, help you in walking in the Spirit. This verse is um, such an important key verse for our life and, and really begins to explain why many Christians fulfill what God has for their life and live a fulfilled life. And then others uh, seem to just flounder and then also can't get victory over their flesh. I believe the, the first victory that every Christian wins is the victory over self. And so this verse is key and gives us a bit of an insight here. So let's talk about this. Galatians 5.16 says, This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. And then it says, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. And it goes on. You know, the the reality for us is when we get born again, our spirit man is new. The Bible says in Ezekiel 36, 26, that I'll take out the stony heart and I'll put in a heart of flesh. I'll put a new spirit within you, right? So salvation, our body doesn't get saved. Our our flesh doesn't get saved. And this isn't just talking about your, your physical body. It's talking about your flesh nature, the old man. And so you get this, you get born again, and you're still in this conflict that you know, wouldn't it be great if you got born again and you never had any desire or temptation to sin? But that's why the Bible says, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. And so some people get into salvation and they think that all their ungodly desires are going to go away. And then they find that there's a pull. Why? Because the devil still wants them. This is a tug of war for the souls of man. And so your spirit gets born again, but then there's the work of your mind being renewed and your and your flesh being crucified. Romans 12 uh, verse 2 says, um, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be, be transformed. So your life begins to have transformation when your mind is renewed. Your spirit's perfect. Your spirit, there's a new spirit that God puts on the inside of you full of love and grace and peace and joy. But then it's it's working out your salvation and it's choosing to walk in the spirit. That's why, you know, really, I believe if we can just get an understanding by the Holy Ghost and almost begin to categorize, you know, this is the way my brain works, but categorize where our motivations are coming from. Am I, am I making this decision because of something that my spirit wants, which is what God wants? Is it something my soul wants? Is it something that my body wants? Is it the old carnal nature or is it the new, the new man in Christ Jesus and begin to make those decisions. And I'm not saying it's like, you know, I wake up and I want breakfast and obviously it's not my spirit man that wants breakfast. It's my body. And I'm not saying that then I don't eat because, you know, that's motivated by my carnal nature. There's things, there's natural things we have to do. But many Christians spend their life feeding their soulish realm. I've told this story before, but I got invited to, to preach. There was this, this group um, that had a like a uh, worship night, like a um, college worship night every few weeks. And it was in a different state and people came in from all over. It was a pretty big group, 80 or 100 people. And they wouldn't really minister at all. They uh, would do just worship and then someone would speak for five minutes, usually 10 minutes at the most and tell a testimony or something, right? And so I was the first person that they actually invited, Krista and I were the first people they actually invited to like 
preach. And so the way it was going to go is we would open and then I would preach for a little bit. And then we would go into worship at the end and uh, they would do their worship. And um, so when I talk to young people, especially a new group, I t- holiness seems to be all I want to preach on. And I, you know, I'm, I, I believe I always follow the Holy Ghost, but that's what comes out because people, if you can get living in the spirit, right, you'll have victory. There are, you'll, you'll walk in victory. If you can't overcome sin in the flesh, you're going to struggle. So you have to decide to chop the head off the off the monster when it comes to uh, living in sin. And so I, we started preaching and I started talking about the carnal nature and feeding the soul. And I said, it's like two dogs. You have two dogs. You have the spirit man and you have the soulish realm. And you choose which one you feed more. And the one that you feed more will be the stronger one. Then I was talking about listening to secular music and how secular music feeds the soulish realm. If you're a Christian and you're like driving around listening to secular music all the time, when the time comes and there's a there's a battle that you have to face, you're not going to be spiritually strong. If it's your main diet to listen to to carnal music, you're going to be carnal because it's 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 the dog that's fed the most. And so I was talking about this and then, you know, we did a call for something and salvation, rededication. And then when they got up to do worship, the worship leader, you won't believe it. The worship leader gets up. He's like, it's funny that Ryan was talking about, you know, secular music because what we decided to do this week in practice is that we were going to take these secular songs and rework them and sing them to God. And it was horrible. They did like one mashup Justin Bieber song with a with a Christian song, and we had them just repeat the Christian song um, in the ministry time. But it was the worst, and people were coming up to us and like, I don't know what it is. Tonight's just different. I'm like, well, you can't sing secular songs that are born out of out of unregenerated hearts and sing them to God and expect them to be anointed. God is holy. That's not how it works. Here, here's my recycled. Here, I'm going to give this to you. No, that's not how that works. You, you can't take a a wedding ring off a dead person and give it to your fiance and expect them to be happy. Recycled thing that was intended for someone else, right? And so that's the same way. So that's the soulish realm. When people live in the soulish realm, this says when you walk in the spirit, you won't fulfill the lust of the flesh. Your your flesh, even though you've been born again, the old carnal nature still has desires. And so I'm going to read it from another translation. It says, uh, as you yield freely and fully to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, you will abandon the cravings of your self-life. For your self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit and hinder him from the living free within you. And the Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder your old self-life from dominating you. So then the two incompatible and conflicting forces within you are your self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the Spirit. And then I'm going to read one more translation here. It says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So you see, there's still a craving... But it becomes easy to resist when you're walking in the Spirit. So what do I mean by that? Well, there's practical things. Listening to the Word of God is feeding your spirit man. Watching videos on YouTube of other stuff is feeding the soulless realm. And it's, I'm not saying that you can't, but, but for many people, you need to detach. There needs to be a time, too, of, of consecration where you say, like I remember when I got, I, I say I got born again again. But I was in my 20s and I just come through a relationship and broken up with this girl. And it was like a time really of rededicating my life to the Lord to say, Lord, I don't want, I don't want, I want your perfect will for my life. And out of that place, the Lord had me, man, I remember like just taking 10 days and, and locking myself and praying. And then the Lord had me like, 
I deleted all my old music, all of it. I was like, Lord, if you want to give it back to me, you can. But this stuff isn't helping me. And I, and I used to listen to, I mean, I don't know if the bands would still relate. Some of them are still around, I guess. But just nonsense. Uh, Jay-Z, Lauryn Hill, um, Coldplay, just stuff that keeps you in the soulless realm. And, and by the world standards, good music. But the Lord put down my heart. Get rid of that stuff. And I, I remember deleting and, and deleting all of that. And this is when I felt like I got born again again. And it was like the, the, the strength that the soul realm had lost its power as I humbled myself before God in prayer. And I feel like I had a new birth experience at 20-something years old. And that's because there's a desire and there's a pull in the soulish realm. But and when you feed it, you make the pull stronger. You know, the truth is this, and this will be hard for some to hear. But if you wake up with no desire to read the word, then your, then your soulish realm is too strong. And if you wake up with a natural desire for the things of God, now I'm not saying like I didn't, you know, I went to bed at 4 a.m. and I woke up and I'm tired. I'm not talking about that. When, you're, when you get enough sleep and you wake up and you think, ugh, I have to read the Bible, you, you, you've lost taste for the, wor- for, for the right things. The taste buds have gone off. You know, you can retrain your taste buds. Taste buds actually get renewed. So when some people, that's why, you know, when I talk about food to people, I say, you know, people wake up, the, the, me, the mo- breakfast is one of the most important meals in the day, and you should never do too salty or too sweet. That's why things like donuts and even bacon, they, they hit the high notes on the taste buds. And when they hit the high notes, it's like lunch has to be just as, just as salty, just as sweet. And so if you start off, your taste buds are the most awake first thing and most sensitive first thing in the morning. If you have something that's a little more bland, you do something like just eggs and avocado or, you know, whatever, nothing too sweet, nothing too salty. If you do, if you do coffee, don't do sweetener in it. Keep it in the middle range of, of salty and sweet. Then when the lunchtime comes, you can have something like a salad and be happy with it. But it's, it's the same thing. If you wake up and you're feeding your, your body, you know, you're on Instagram first thing in the morning, you're not going to have a taste for the Word of God. You should wake up with a taste for the Word of God. And so if you've lost the taste where you don't desire to be in the Word, where it's not pure spirit, it's the healthiest, best tasting, and really only spiritual food, main, main spiritual diet. And so if you wake up not hungry, it's like your thirst. If you wake up and you're not and you're not thirsty, if you wake up first thing in the morning and you're not thirsty, that means you're dehydrated. You should have a natural thirst when you wake up. So if you're not thirsty when you wake up, you're actually dehydrated. If you start drinking water, a lot of water, drink eight, nine, ten cups of water a day, you'll wake up naturally thirsty. And so if you wake up with a thirst for the word of God, you're going to, that's the, that's what, man, a desire, man, I'm thankful. Hallelujah, Lord, I thank you. If you wake up and pray in tongues and then you're like excited, man, I get to hear the Bible today. That's where you realize. And then if, so let me talk to those who say, you know what, I, I've, I don't feel like reading the Bible. I do it out of discipline. Do you know what you do? You just overdose. Like just go all in. Take a day and read one hour, two hour, three hours, and, and then pray in tongues and praise the Lord. And just take days that you dedicate to the Lord. And within 48 hours, you do that for two days, within 48 hours, your natural taste will return. What is that? That's walking in the spirit. You'll get to the point where those desires don't even pull you anymore. It's like when you're in the presence of God, you've had it before that when you like, you know, repent for a sin, when you're in the anointing, you have no taste for things of the world. You're like, I can't believe I even spent time messing with that stuff. What is that? You're in the spirit. 
And so you choose to live in the Spirit. And so I'm going to read another verse to you, uh, Colossians chapter 3. Um, verse 8, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge after the image of its creator. And so here we have this Colossians 3, 8 through 11, um, 8 through 10, and it says put off and put on. So what do we put off? We put off the old nature. How do you do that? By walking in the spirit. So when you wake up, you stir yourself up. This is a matter of, of, of victory or defeat as a Christian. Yeah, I remember hearing a story about Smith Wigglesworth, and I think it was Lester Sumrall picked him up one day, and he said, uh, how do you feel, uh, Mr. Wigglesworth? And he said, and Smith Wigglesworth, speak, speaking in the third person, said, I never asked Smith how he feels. This is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to rejoice and be glad in this day. Well, how you doing? Well, you know, it's just been tough. And if I'm being honest, I'm a little discouraged. No, uh-uh. I thank you, Lord. I encourage myself in the Lord. If I have been discouraged, that means I need to encourage myself a little more. I need to put the word of God on the inside. The word is the encourager. Lord, I thank you. You said you'll never leave me nor forsake me. Lord, I thank you that the young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those that seek the Lord shall not want any good thing. Lord, I thank you. You said if I obey and I serve you, I'll spend my days in prosperity and my years in pleasures. Lord, the devil may say I'm, I'm not, nothing's happening in my life, but I say thanks be unto God who always causes me to triumph. That, Lord, I thank you that I have this treasure in earthen vessels. Thank you, Lord, that you said you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And Lord, the Holy Ghost has come upon me and I'm full of power. I'm full of the life of God. I got the life of God in me. What am I doing? <laughs> Man, that was me just encouraging myself in the Lord. Hallelujah. Walk in the spirit and you won't fulfill the lust or the desires and the cravings of the flesh. Some of you just make life hard on yourself because you, you walk in the soul. You don't walk in the spirit. You walk in the soul. There's, there's some moments. And I'm not saying you can't do normal things. You know, there's coming a time Thanksgiving, Christmas, and there's time to be with family. But you can't let yourself... You can't let yourself get back. Some of you are too close and you've been too, you've been too far in the things of the world. You know, I've had conversations with people who've said, yeah, you know, I was, um, I was talking to them and they're like, yeah, things are going good. I went back to my family for a little while. And then, and then a week later I was, was back to pornography, doing all these things. And I'm like, what happened between doing good and there? And they're like, well, I played this new video game for like three days. The bridge between a life of righteousness and serving God and then back in, in total wickedness. And, and they said it even progressed to worse than what it was before they were born again in a short time was three days of just letting themselves walk in their soulless realm. So you have to fight. That's why Paul said, I buffet my body daily. I put my flesh under. I treat it harshly. You can't treat, you can't cater to your flesh. And that's why the, the precepts of this world, oh, you know, you just got to take care of yourself. All these things, some of the things that seem good, you've got to look and say, what does the word say? If you're feeling stressed out, you don't need to go to video games. You don't need to, oh, you know, if you're feeling stressed out, you need to cast your cares on the Lord. Learn to cast your cares on the Lord. Learn to have joy during your busy schedule. Oh, I just need time to unwind. Do that in the Bible. Bible says, cast your cares on him for he cares for you. So I want to encourage you, walk in the spirit, pray in tongues, stir yourself up, feed on the word. 
How do you overcome spiritual apathy? By putting, by doing more spirit, by, by spiritual exercise, by reading the Bible. The word is pure spiritual food. Man, I love the Bible. And there's been times I've been so excited to read it. And there's times where I, I felt like, you know, I'd rather be playing video games. But what is that? That's, that's, that's a marker for, for me. And I don't let myself play video games for the record. I, I can't. <laughs> but that, that's a marker for me to say I need to change some things because I'm, my natural taste is gone. I'm putting on the new self. I want the desires of the new self that wants to walk in peace with, 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 with people, that wants to walk in intimacy with God. And that's a place that, that where life is the most exciting and, and, and things are the way they should be. And that's where we're called to live. So let this be an encouragement to you. Walk in the Spirit today. Make a decision. Just dive right in. You can, And then forget the things that lie behind. If you've been spiritually stagnant for months, weeks, whatever, just say, Lord, I thank you. I'm a new creature. Lord, I love you. And just dive right in. And just forget about it. Forget about the past. Lord, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm really hungry for you. You know, once you turn that switch on, you don't, it doesn't have to, you don't have to be, feel condemned for two weeks of, oh, you know, I've wasted. No, Lord, today, I love you. I'm, I'm coming to receive from you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. We'll see you on the next one. If this podcast has helped you, please share it. You can uh, connect with us also on social media at Ryan Yosta underscore and then at Krista Yosta. We love you. We'll see you soon.